Chapter 10. Where are you taking me? Ryu demanded for what felt like the hundredth time. The handcuffs bit into his wrists as he was helped out of the limousine. This way, came the gruff answer, which was two words more than any of the other three men had said during the entire trip from Galesburg. With a hand gripping each of his shoulders, Ryu walked reluctantly across the parking lot towards a long, low, adobe building. They were in the middle of nowhere, a flat landscape of cactus and snakeweed. They went into the building and entered an elevator. An elevator in a two-story building. Ryu wondered why they hadn't taken the stairs. It wasn't long before he realized why. They weren't going up at all. The elevator began plunging downward. And downward. And downward. After a minute or so, it stopped. The doors opened and a blast of cool air rushed in. They walked through a brightly lit corridor to an unmarked door. One of the gray-suited men knocked. We have the kid, sir, he said loudly. Ah, good, come in, came a voice from within. The office was huge. As Ryu was let in, he couldn't help but look around at the high-tech gadgetry that festooned the walls. Rear projection, video screens, monitors, holographic maps. The only thing that wasn't made of plastic, glass, or steel was a polished wooden desk in the middle of the room. Behind it was a man of about 30 with blonde hair and a bland smile. Foster's the name, he said. His eyes rested on Ryu's for a moment, as if he were reading a message in them. He turned to the other men. The handcuffs aren't necessary. I would like to shake this young man's hand. One of the guards unlocked the cuffs. Foster leaned over his desk, extending his arm. Ryu didn't take it. Without a trace of surprise, Foster said, You handled the Chikayo's men with great skill, Ryu. Ryu narrowed his eyes. Where am I? he asked. How do you know my name? Who is the Jakayu? Foster looked over Ryu's shoulder and made a small hand gesture. Immediately, the guards left the room. In answer to your first question, he said, you are in a CIA outpost that very few people have ever seen. In answer to your second question, I know your name because many years ago, your father was involved in trying to discover something of great importance to national security. We tried to tail him, but he eluded our agents in the Amazon jungle. He just disappeared, as you know. Likewise, Dr. Wimple, or so we thought. Ryu felt a shudder. How could this man be talking so coldly, so businesslike about his father? Foster began pacing. You see, the moment you made your plane reservation, it appeared in our computer files. For years, we suspected that someone in your family would come after Dr. Hayabusa. What we didn't suspect was that you would lead us straight to Dr. Wimple in his new disguise. Your friend, Dr. Wimple Smith, had been a very crafty fellow. He's conducted his research in the Amazon using different names, sending other archaeologists. He must have suspected that someone was keeping an eye on him. So why did you attack him in his own office? Ryu shot back angrily. You could have just told him what was going on. Foster shook his head. That wasn't us, Ryu. That was the work of a criminal mastermind named Guardia de Miu, otherwise known as Jakayo. We have reason to believe that Jakayo has controlled the Temple of the Darkness. The what? Ryu replied. It's where the demon lives, inside a great rock formation. For years we have been trying to get inside, but the Jakayo has thwarted us. He's amassing all the evil power he can. He is performing rituals, 
training armies of impossible strength, all in a fanatic quest to take over the world. We believe he is determined to harness the energy of the demon when it awakes. But you can't, Ryu said. The demon will sleep as long as the statues are away. Exactly, and we have been trying to collect both of them for safekeeping. Years ago, we managed to get a hold of the dark statue. We planted it on you in the hope that you would lead us to the light one, he sighed. We didn't suspect that Jakayu would be on our trail. Wait a second, Ryu said. The statue was planted on me? A voice from behind him answered. That's right, Ryu. Ryu spun around. Standing in the doorway was the young woman who had shot him. You, he said under his breath. You're working for them? Them is us, Foster cut in. We're the good guys, Ryu. But she shot me, Ryu protested. For your own protection, the young woman said. As she walked towards the desk, she explained, Those men from the bar were dangerous. You were hopelessly outnumbered. My gun was loaded with tranquilizer darts. They dissolve in your skin without leaving a trace. But the shot scared off your attackers. I could have handled them, Ryu said. I'm a ninja black belt. Couldn't you see my outfit? The young woman shrugged. I thought I was a high fashion statement. So you brought me to CIA headquarters to give me the dark statue? A replica, Foster corrected him. We didn't want to risk anyone stealing the real one, but we thought you might need something to prove your identity to Dr. Smith. In other words, Ryu said, you abducted me, used me as your means for tracking down Dr. Smith, and caused me to chase the Jakayo's goons over the worthless statue, which forced me to be away from Dr. Smith while he was attacked. All that so you could get the light statue which was taken from under your noses anyway. Good work, guys. Foster shook his head and grimaced. I'm afraid you're right. Even the most sophisticated organizations bungle things up from time to time. That's why we need your help. Why should I help you? You're an exceptional fighter, Ryu. I could tell by the way you went after the Jakayo's men. And if you truly are a ninja, you'll be able to penetrate the Jakayo's lair. Perhaps a ninja would have the understanding of the Jakayo's mystical powers. The young woman added, Ordinary forces have been helpless. Remember, Ryu, Foster said, He has the light statue now, and we must retrieve it before tomorrow. Of course we will pay you for your work. Ryu looked from Foster to the young woman. He had come to America to carry out his father's wishes, not to get involved in covert government operations, and not to be bought. What if I say no, Ryu said defiantly. Foster's face instantly grew cold. When he looked at Ryu, his eyes were like lasers. My young friend, he said, you don't want to know the answer to that.